Jake the Bowers Show. Hour number two, we call it The Deuce. Let's go back to hour number one, real quick, the head scratcher. The question, only 10% of families don't do this common thing. The answer, save leftovers. All right, now, just one quick question that I've got. Does that mean, are we talking about all leftovers or like when you leave with a doggy bag from a restaurant or is this when you're just making food at home? I'm going to, uh, and I'm just guessing here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to think that they are, they're saying when you're making food at home. Okay, gotcha. Because it says only 10% of families don't do this common thing. The answer is save leftovers. I don't do it for one reason only. One. One very, very simple reason. Yes. It's a waste of time. What? Three or four days down the road, I'm going to have to take it out of the fridge and throw it away because I never end up using it. You never eat the leftovers? I don't. Okay. I'll put it this way. After Turkey, uh, Christmas, and Thanksgiving, sure. Uh, actually, we do ham for Thanksgiving. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but one day, most. So, I won't do a second or third day because it just doesn't feel, I mean, it's just not good anymore. Hmm. I, I do feel that in some cases, I, like, I do feel that way about, like, if we get Chinese food. Oh, dear Lord. And, I like, my daughter loves next day oh, broccoli, rice. That's one of her favorite things to have. Um. But anything like after that first night, I'm just not interested anymore. I don't eat ever eat Chinese leftovers. Pizza, I'll eat it all the time. No, you won't. I will. Hundred leftover. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Easily, no oh, doubt in my worst. mind. I uh, we it's make worst. Taco Tuesday. I can extend it to Taco Friday, my friend. Nope, can't do it either. Oh, nope. That, that is was, no, the taco meat. Yes. None of the other stuff though. Oh. None of the other stuff survives. You oh. can't put lettuce in a bag. You can't put the. Um, the ingredients that you've, you know, like the cheese and the onions and the tomatoes and mm -hmm. stuff in little plastic containers. And then they're still good a day or later or two days later. Well, I see, I usually I'll, I'll take the cheese. If we got the big bag of the uh, taco cheese that I could just pull a little bit out, put on my taco for Tuesday, seal that sucker back up, put it in the fridge. It's good to go next week. It's good to go till we're done no. with it. It's good for quesadillas. No, no, oh. no, no. Oh no, yeah. I'll do is if we had a big taco Tuesday type of celebration, I might take and roll a couple of taco burritos and put those into a little plastic and then reheat those the next day for lunch, maybe. But I'm just two things that bother me. One, I'm going to put stuff in the fridge that then makes the fridge smell weird because you've got all this. You stuff say weird, I say good. Mm. And then two, having to then throw it away again in a couple of days because you just never get around to eating it because you're like, I had that just two days ago. Why do I want to have it again? I'm going to have one of these. Uh, other things that are in the fridge, you know, the, the two or three other things like, you know, a, a, an egg, mm -hmm. um, a slice mm -hmm. of cheese. I'll have uh, you're saying you would get rid of the 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 pizza over an egg. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. OK, because the pizza has been there. It's it's already 12 hours later. It's not worth it. Oh, it's so worth it. It's now, always worth it. When I was a younger person and didn't, you know, I, I, that's all I had budget wise. Sure. You make a pizza last almost two days. You eat it, and then you have a couple slices that you have the next day, and mm -hmm. maybe even the day after you mm -hmm. finish it up. But mm -hmm. no, no, the and pizza's so cheap, it's like four dollars. If you get an extra slice or two, toss it, give it to your dog, yeah, and toss you, it. Like if you've got a nice large pizza and everybody's having a little slice here, then you've got like three, four, five extra slices. You keep that in the fridge. Oh. You can have it the next two days for lunch, and it's fantastic. No, absolutely, no. yes. The so I, only I, I'm again, one of those. Ham and turkey 
after Christmas and Thanksgiving and maybe the stuffing, but that's about it. That's about it. Oh, oh, one other one. Meatloaf. I could go one extra day on the meatloaf. That's if it interesting. Was good, good, yummy meatloaf. It was made just right. It's got, you know, it's got everything that you want in it. And one day later, like the next afternoon, reheat it. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. But no, other than that, it's interesting it's just, what, you, what you're willing to save and hold on to and reheat up, and then what you're not. Right, spinach dip. You can't you oh. can't save spinach dip. A nice pasta you can hold on to a, for a full week easily. Oh my god, a what pasta are you, bake? Are you oh. crazy? Like if you have like a nice. Uh, uh, a How nice... many people have you killed this weekend? Oh, dude, it's obviously so you're insane. Good. It's so good. Like a nice oh. penne pasta bake that's all cheesy and saucy. And then you just put the leftovers in the fridge in the in the vacuum sealed little uh, container. You pop it open the next tortellini. day. Is that what you're doing? You're throwing that one in there? No, no, just a and little also, like a little penne bake. Don't freeze this stuff. Don't make a bunch of meatballs and then freeze a bunch. And then oh, we have I'm going to reheat some later. We all have that. Yeah, we have a lot of that there. Oh, my yeah, gosh. So. Yeah. Are there dead bodies underneath your house? No, no. Mm. So good. Coming up in the hot dish hour number two, show gets restraining order against contestants. Oh, that must have fallen off the boat. Mm -hmm. Another TJ's have gone. Mm. Barbie does not bomb. While bomb does great. Interesting. Yeah, that's a, again, I, the story that I Little play. didn't realize you had, uh, but we'll, we'll get to it. That yeah, don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah. 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 Heat wave expands from Southwest to Midwest to Northeast this week and yeah. even uh, somewhere on the other side. Well, yeah, it's, it's basically going everywhere right now. The heat wave yeah. smashed records in the Southwest is now spreading into parts of the Midwest and making its way all the way across to the Northeast. Uh, this excessive heat has been camped over the nation's southern tier from the desert southwest of Florida much of this month. It's been the hottest start to July on record in Phoenix, Baton Rouge, Miami. And now that heat is spreading toward the northern tier over the coming days. Highs will surge toward 100 degrees in some Midwest cities, well wow. into the 90s, into the northeast. So, you know, while we're talking about how it's the last week in July, and we're going to be heading into August. And then, by the way, when we head into August, we'll be talking about how the end of August is where college football season kicks off. Uh, it doesn't look like we're going to be moving away from the heat anytime soon. Now, let me give you a little bit of uh, this. Is, this is something really nice. I've been watching this patiently. Yeah. For like the last, I don't know, month here. Yes. Yeah. As we get closer, because to me. When it comes to the heat, it's the humidity that really is a factor, especially when you get into August, because mm -hmm. you can have some pretty solid uh, humidity days. I'm looking at the forecast for Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Yeah. Why? Why? Because we're going to be there, right? Yes. For uh, WeFest? Yes. It looks like there's going to be a cool down just in time. Like. This okay. week for tomorrow, okay. 92 for the high. Yeah. 94 for the high on Wednesday. Okay. okay. We get, uh, get some pretty good humidity based uh, uh, in there as well. Yeah. And then uh, Thursday, 87, then 86 on Friday, 83 on Saturday. See, mm -hmm. I'm going to this mm -hmm. 80 on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Next week for WeFest. Yeah. On Wednesday, 81. Thursday, 81. What? Friday, 83. Saturday, 84. You cannot get asked. You, you can't ask for better weather. You cannot. No rain in sight. Northwest breeze about 10 miles an hour. I'm taking it. So with those four days for WeFest, 80, let's just call it 80, 80 degrees, partly cloudy skies at times. Yep. And uh, about a 10% or a 10, uh, 10 mile an hour per hour, 10 mile per hour. 10 wind. breeze, 10 mile an hour breeze. Just a little breeze. Yeah. Just a little breeze. 
at night at night yeah. you want to sleep in your uh, little rv or in your tent yeah 58 degrees for the overnight what? perfect perfect amazing you get yourself one of those like little comfy blankies and and you're gonna go to sleep uh, well before in the morning after the fireworks end uh, but still <laughs> totally worth it right Okay, back to your uh, weather-related story. Well, and that's it for the weather-related story. Just be prepared. It's okay. going to be getting toasty here for sure. It will come from the meat. All right, here's that story I was telling you about. That's why little, we don't reheat anything. A little scary. They're saying, and by they, I mean um, a report from Harvard Law School and New York University examining how humans, livestock, and wild animals interact. They've come up with this message that says the next global... A law school is telling us this? I know. this. It's a weird thing because you know, Harvard Law School, which I believe has an entire science department, they don't mention that part. And then New York University, which, by the way, is known very well for its acting uh, and, and theater <laughs> arts. Not necessarily sure why these two came together, but they're examining how humans, livestock, and wild animals interact. First yeah, of all, also the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota is explaining corporate law these days. All I was going to say, also, I've seen a couple of those pages on OnlyFans. I wouldn't recommend them. Yeah. Uh, the next global pandemic, they say, could come from the United States. More, more importantly, and perhaps more terrifying, that these diseases that originate in animals, and in and, and this particular case, they're going back to the history of HIV, AIDS, Ebola, Zika, pandemic, flu, and COVID-19, all started in animals. Some started in other countries, typically on the African or Asian continents. Those so-called zoonotic diseases, that's what they call them, are oh, often blamed on poor hygiene, lack of government oversight, unsafe practices in those places. And with Americans thinking it couldn't happen here, regulations are so loose and interactions so frequent that researchers found that another virus or another contagious bug could easily jump from animals to people in the U.S., sparking oh, no. a deadly outbreak. So it could come from our mm. meat. It could come from the meat that we eat, but more importantly, it could just come from interactions with these animals that we are going to see another COVID type of terrifying disease because of our interactions with animals. Wow. Yeah. That would be bad. That would be really bad. And I'm not sure if either a cow wearing a mask or perhaps a tree sloth wearing a mask is going to be helpful in this case. So you say we should get rid of all our animals? I'm not saying that. I think it's just need, we need to be alerted to the fact that that virus or contagious bug could, could easily jump from animals to people in the U.S. and that could spark a deadly outbreak. So I think we need to, what we I think what we're do? saying is, do we limit our interactions with animals then? Do we have to get rid of our cats and dogs too? No, 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 no. I'm just no, wondering what they're trying to say there. No, because like my dogs have been with me for uh, almost four years now. Yeah. They haven't done anything wrong. Right. They're not out there in the middle of the night, like hooking up with other animals. That we know of. I mean, I haven't. No, I know that because I, they're, they don't leave the, <laughs> they don't leave the ranch. They <laughs> The compound, as I, I call mean, it these I mean, days. I get, I get it. Do you, do you know exactly what they're doing while you're sleeping? I mean, I know you've got ring cameras all over the place, so that's, you know, you got to kind of track what they're yeah, doing yeah. there. But who's to say stuff's not coming to them? Oh, you think Oh, you think they're, they've got visitors? Well, I, I'm also saying, you know, like, um, look, we're in the middle of what they are calling. Uh, do, you feel, do you feel day by day that it's getting closer and closer to maybe ready to prep? <laughs> Personally, no, I'm I'm not ready no? to prep yet. No, no. You but haven't gotten to that point. I have, but, but I am thinking like, look, there there are plenty of um 
Well, the ticks. We're in a big world of tick issues right now, right? And because of sure. the weather that we've had, they're saying that this may be an explosion of the tick population. So we have to be concerned because the animals that the ticks will be getting on, meaning our dogs or cats, are may be filled with diseases that they've gotten from other animals. And with that, this could be an easy transmission. So even though your cat's not left the house and may just be your house almost the entire time, cats. except when it goes out, okay, or the dog goes out to go to the bathroom, do its business, run around a little bit, comes back in. Boom, it may have exposed itself. Something else brought its deadly disease to your pet. So, and again, I don't like you think that I should sacrifice my, my dogs? I'm just saying the warning wow. here is that your animal, your interaction with your animal could be the thing that gives you a disease. Okay. I ask you one more time. Yes. How far away are you from prepping? <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Like five years ago, I never would have given it much thought. Right. Before COVID, no, I, I never really thought about. It. I was like, oh, yeah, well, those why preppers, would sure. you? Like you, you the know, only fifty thing... years from now, when that guy dies in his fun- in his uh, right. will, he's gonna be like, I uh, bestow uh, eighteen thousand gallons of water to my son Joe. Right. I mean, all we ever yeah. thought about was like, okay, well, there's gonna be a nuclear war, and that's how we're all gonna die. That's how that's gonna go. Russia's right. gonna do something. The U.S. will do something, and we'll all be dead. But we don't think like the mosquitoes could be carrying something that's going to land on you or your dog or your cat, and then that can be transmitted that way. We never think about how these the things heat. get transmitted. Right. <laughs> yeah. The heat's going to just keep getting worse and worse, and eventually you're not going to be able to leave the house. Right. It'll be like Mars. We'll be, it'll be a what Gibson. happens when the grid goes down? What are you going to do for power? Right. We will be in a Mad Max world. Do you? Um, no, but I'm asking you personally, what are you going to do for power? Do you have a backup generator? Uh, I do. It doesn't work. Oh, that's great! Right now, Perfect. so I've got to. I'll be. Are I'll be that guy. Me? Constantly trying so when to. When you when that when that happens, your wife and kids are going to be like, "Thanks, Dad." Yeah, well, they yeah, they're very aware of the situation, as was I when we moved to this place. So yeah, that's that's something that's you know in the process of being talked about and planning going on here. So yeah, we good, expect to get good, it. Good, good. So when it does happen, when the grid goes down, yeah. you haven't actually went out and get a a new fuel filter I have or whatever a, you need. To I get. have a I have a battery operated um, lantern. There you go. You're you're fine. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're good to go. I think I'm good. I have two backup generators. Two. You have a backup to your backup. I do. Because one, I don't know if I have enough power in the first one, so yeah. I went ahead and added another twenty five hundred watt backup. Yeah. I do have a, a little bit of uh, fuel saved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not, like, not a lot. Um, like, do you have a fuel pump? Did you buy a house on a gas old gas station? No, I ran a hose from the gas station about two blocks down. As long as nobody <laughs> drives over it. You're in good shape. Good. You're, yeah, okay. Right. But no, I started thinking about this uh, during COVID, and it's only gotten worse because you see the news stories. I'm like, sure. I don't think these planners are so crazy after all. They I mean, may not be. I've got, obviously, I've got guns, and, and I've got ammo and stuff, but I've got the uh, the gasoline in the containers. I have fresh water. Right. It's got its own field, uh, filter would, system. Do you have a generator just for the hot tub now? No, we would have to go cold on okay, that one. Okay, gotcha. I mean, it's it's got a filter filtration system built in. Which only really, really works one. if you had electricity going. Huh? <laughs> it only really works if you've got... Otherwise, it's just a pond. It might as well just well, be a pond. Hey, coming up on the hot dish show, get through streaming order against contestants. Mm-hmm. Oh, that must have fallen off a boat. And Barbie does not bomb while bomb does great all coming up next on the jacob bauer show